What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. Friday, June 21st, baby. We're under 100 days till college football season. I'm excited. You're excited. We're all excited for college football season. So in honor of that, we're bringing you some special podcasts. Yours truly, baby. We are going to have be joined by the one and only associate head coach of the Kentucky Wildcats, Vince Morrow will be joining the podcast to talk about his Kentucky Wildcats. He is a recruiting genius, baby. Coach Morrow has gotten a lot of great players to come to Kentucky. From Lynn Bowden, Benny Snell, Josh Allen, Vince Morrow has been that guy to bring these players to Kentucky. He is going to come on the podcast today. He said in an interview earlier in the week with Kentucky Sports Radio that he was pissed off at the national media. So he's also going to talk about that. He's going to talk about how Kentucky plays with a chip on their shoulder, how they're going to come out and play Kentucky football. So, but first and foremost, as usual on every other podcast that we have, our wonderful sponsors, John Murray Realty. Go check him out. Wanted to have some friends over to watch the game, but don't have enough space. Wish you had an open floor plan so you can pay your game day chili in the kitchen. Watch overtime on the living room TV. If you answered yes, it's your time to call John Murray and Anna Haltman Century 21. They're licensed realtors with years of experience who can help you find the perfect home. You will be game day ready in no time. Call John Murray and Anna directly at 731 225 5655 or call their office at 731-668-7700. Century 21 is located at 620 Old Hickory Boulevard in Jackson, Tennessee. Next to Old Hickory Steakhouse, each office is independently owned and operated. So go check them out. They got some beautiful homes there. Give my God Give my guy John Murray a call. Got beautiful homes there in the Jackson area. So if you're in the market, go check them out. But, hey, I'm your host, Mitch Davis. You're going to be joined by Vince Mara here momentarily. You can find me on Twitter, Mitch Davis underscore eight. Make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast where every podcast is found, whether that is Apple Podcasts, whether that is SoundCloud, Google, or on all the platforms. So go check that out. Make sure you go like the Facebook page at The Mitch Davis Show. want to greatly appreciate you all for tuning in to the show pretty much weekly. Can't wait to bring you all this interview with Vince Morrow. Joined by associate head coach Vince Morrow, the Kentucky Wildcats, the top 25 preseason rankings, and a heck of a season last season. Coach, how you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Just just as you walked in uh, the weight room and looking out through the uh, strength coach window watching these guys work out, looking at one of these the, uh, big Clint Bohannon. You know, <laughs> it's funny you mentioned Quentin Bohannon, coach. That's a uh, big name here in the Memphis area. Talk about Quentin, and he had a great season last year. What are you expecting out of Quentin Bohannon in the upcoming 2019 season? Man, let me tell you, Quentin Bohannon has the potential to be like a guy I played with Ted Washington and a couple guys that I played in the league with. That, but, but, but more thing I love about him is that he really – getting himself in real good shape, you know, to play longer in games. I mean, he just walked by the one of these, and he ain't a, he's not a fat guy, he's a big dude. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. He, 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 he had a good season last year. I think he's going to be one of them type of guys. How, I'm not saying he's going to be like Josh Allen, but when Josh had a decent season his junior year and then came back his senior year and was, a, you know, a force. I think this young man has a chance to be a force. He has everything that you want 
in that type of position from a guy in the SEC. Man, I tell you what, Coach, when you when you hear those words and you start comparing to Josh Allen, I know a lot of Big Blue Nation is going to be so excited. Talk about some other guys on the defensive front. I know Cash Daniels is one of those guys. Talk about the defense, losing Josh Allen, and how you guys plan on replacing him as well. I think, you know, Josh Allen is a, is a, uh, a game changer. Uh, like when I was in Nebraska, we had a guy by the name of Dr. Sue, and I seen that type of same thing. But after Dominic Sue left, our defense was still pretty good with Levante David and Jared Crick and one of them guys. I think our front seven is our strength. I really do believe that's our strength. Uh, we are, since I've been here, this might be the most deeply better D-line and linebacker that, and that are quality SEC type guys. Uh, I like our D-line. I like, you know, Calvin Taylor don't get a lot of credit. Calvin Taylor's 6'9", 300 pounds, very mobile, very very productive. T.J. Carter, 6'4", 290 pounds. The other guy's really NFL potential is Phil Hoskins. He's 6'4", 315 pounds. I mean, I can go go on and on. I mean, uh, Marquand McCall. That's another guy he's on. He, uh, I think people will really feel him this year. I really feel good about our D-line and then our linebackers with uh, Cash leading it off. And I think a guy that's going to come close to ready to take that next step is Boogie Watson. Uh, you got a lot of the young guys. Uh, you got Jordan Wright. You got uh, oh, Chris Olsen and Dante Square. Them two guys are <laughs> they real good players. And then you got, you know, we got the addition of uh, J.J. Weaver, Jerry Casey is another kid that came in early. Uh, that, that room is, is deep. And then you got the transfer of Xavier Peters, who, if, if I'm looking at him right now in the way room, he looks, he kind of look like Josh right now. And uh, you hope that, uh, you know, the NCAA really gives this guy, uh, you know, the waiver. Because here's the deal with him. A lot of these other guys transfer from other places because they lost start positions. This guy was going to actually, they, we hear that he was going to start, but then he was in a rotation. He really legitimately wanted to get back home because of himself. And I, you know what? Whether he went here, whether he went to Cincinnati, whether he went to Ohio State, you hope and you, 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 you recommend and you praise a young man wanting to be home and be close to his son to get father. So I think our defense is going to be our front seven, I'm not worried about. I'm not even worried about our secondary, but as you know, we got to have new guys step up in the secondary. And uh, it's just going to be, you know, you got some guys there with Devontae Robson, who I think is going to be, it's going to be a breakout year for him. Uh, our corner, I like, I think we'll be a little more depth in corner. And I like our, our safeties. Uh, you got Moses Douglas, who came in. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just going to be, I think Brad White and Steve Clinton and Several along with students, they don't get that, that, that side of the ball going. I, I, I tell you this, since I've been here for seven years, when I look out, and I think Steve Spurrier said it in 2014, if it wasn't to look like an SEC team, I'm telling you, we look like an SEC team. That's, that's the main thing I see. Coach, and, and you mentioned looking like an SEC team, and this is going to lead me into this. Talk about the recruiting, and what do you tell players to say, Come to Kentucky, man, because you know what? And you know and I know Kentucky has some of the best facilities in the SEC, hands down, right up there with Alabama, right up there with Georgia's, and right up there with those top-tier programs. What do you tell these guys in their living room to say, hey, look, guys, come to Kentucky and let's go play Kentucky football? Well, 
No, my thing is twofold. When we first got here, I had nothing against old staff or anything like that, but it was hard to help come off of two and ten. And Kentucky, for a while, is, was looked at as a joke in the South. If you got an offer for Kentucky, I mean, even if you had like a lower power five schools, you would pick that if you were in the South. So when we first got here, we targeted the state of Kentucky, and then we made Ohio our home. And so when we started recruiting, Kentucky and Ohio, because when we sold our message up north was, hey, we think we play great football in Ohio and Michigan and Kentucky. Come play in Kentucky. We the most northern SEC school. Let's go play there and show that we if you want to play against the best, then you, you come north and come south and play Kentucky. Let's go play against these big boys. And once we start signing them guys four stars, five stars, I think it started getting the the the, the attention of, like, I know it for a fact, because being also the recruiting coordinator, I know guys in the South are like, man, they got this kid to go there, man, they got this kid up behind man, they got this kid out of Michigan, they got this kid out of Maine. These guys were four and five-star guys who had over 30, 40 offers. So then it started intriguing guys. But I'm looking like this. Why go, if you're a five-star and a four-star or so, why go play Russian Roulette with your career and be four or five deep at outside linebackers, be four or five deep at running back with the same guys. Go and step out and build a program and play dividends in, in that program coming up. That's what Benny Snell said. That's what Jordan Jones said. That's what Josh Allen. They wanted to come somewhere and see their own fruit of their labor build this program up. So now, you know, after we went 10-3, and we should have, we could have easily been you know, twelve and more easily. Uh, I think the message and the product because you still got to win. You can't just keep selling hope. You got to win. Now it makes people look in the south and say these dudes are for real. They've seen us go down in Florida. They've seen us go to South Carolina. They've seen us beat Mississippi State. They've seen us beat you know Missouri. They've seen us beat a lot of guys consistently. Now we just got that. That one chip left that we got to get up that hill, we got to beat Georgia. But you'll be a fool if you don't come here, man. That's the way we look at it. Coach, you know, you mentioned that consistency. How do you guys find that? Because, you know, you went on Kentucky Sports Radio earlier in the week, and you said you were pissed off at the national media. How do you channel that energy and channel that let's just play with a chip on our shoulder and let's just go play blue-collar Kentucky football? You know, I joked around, you know, I respect the media, like, you know, them guys here do their job, but I, I do really believe, and you, and you probably can relate to this, just as I talked about the North, I really believe this is the philosophy, but it's happening to us. The SEC, probably 85% of their writers, maybe 90, are from the South. Would you agree? Oh, like yeah. So when you sign a lot of kids from the North, you ain't really related to or knowing what type of kids you're getting. So they think we get these kids they never seen in camp or they never seen down there. They're like, okay, they ain't getting no players. But all you do is look the last four years and see what, 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 what this team been doing. And I think, you know, we really ain't motivated by the media. I mean, that's something we just say, okay, we love to see that. But honestly, we motivated by what we want to do with ourselves. I just, my problem I have with the media is this. Everybody loses players every year. Everybody. Missouri, South Carolina, Florida. But you rank these guys in the top 25 as if 
they didn't lose no players. But we lost some players, and they said, oh, was it a fluke? We don't even, we don't even, universities only went up. We ain't never went back over the last five years. Our record has went up. So that's my only beef I have with the national media is that how can you say, you know, Kentucky's dropping off, but all these other schools have lost people, and we have beat these schools consistently now. So that's why I say, you know, time will tell. You know, that's why that's why it's not one in the media is one when you get on the field. You know, Coach, that you make an interesting point, though. You talked about Benny Snell earlier. You lost Benny Snell on offense. You you know, you still got Terry Wilson and Lynn Bowden Jr. as well. Talk about that offense. We talked a little bit about the defense. What do you guys expect out of the offense? And is A.J. Rose the guy to replace Benny Snell? Let me tell you something. I told people this two years ago about what I did there. I said, hey, y'all watch out for this kid, Benny Snell. Yo, watch out for this kid, Benny Snell. I'm telling you right now, these three backs we got here, A.J. Rose, Devontae Smoke, and Chris Rodriguez, it's pretty, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. We got, you know, everybody can be lost on these old linemen. I mean, where are we? We got Landon Young, who came back, who was a five-star, who was a two-year starter before he got hurt. We got Logan Stepper, who's one of the top guards in the country. You got Drake Jackson who one of the top centers in the country. You got Luke Fulmer who got 27, almost 37 games on this bill. And you got Dan Tamari who's one of the top young tackles coming back to the country who started five games as a true freshman. I mean, we, we the last thing I worry about is our whole line was Foreman and our tight end group. I mean, there is no drop-off. And, and, and I, I think people won't be surprised what they see. Coach, you know, this leads me to my last question here before we let you go. And we do want to say thank you for coming on, Coach. This has been a great opportunity, and we look forward to having you back on as the season gets closer. But what do you guys expect out of this 2019 season? I know it's early. The spring looked good after everything, you know, everybody's read and seen. The spring looked very good for Kentucky. What do you guys expect, and what is the reasonable expectation, you think, for this for this team in 2019? Our expectation is to keep going forward, and that's why we line up. We don't you don't win games to media, you don't win games to ranking. You win games to lining up, and you're going at it. And it's mono a mono. Whoever best man at that line of scrimmage is going to win games. I feel good about what we got coming back. And uh, I can say this: I don't really care about myself, and I did push them, so I can speak for them too. But I do care about these kids. And y'all keep disrespecting these kids. Uh, it kind of reminds me of when there was a national championship when Texas played USC. And uh, Coach, well, I've got the guy who makes that North Carolina now. What's the head coach for North Carolina right now? Uh, uh, coach Mac Brown, I think it is. And he came in the media that, that morning and said, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for letting my team, I don't even have to talk to my team. That's how we feel. I mean, they read this stuff. They see this stuff. They are they are driven, but they driven for success. So we, I, I feel real good about 2019. I think Terry Wilson is going to be. I mean, that's, that's the last thing I'm going to say. Terry Wilson was rated 12 out of 14 quarterbacks in 12th place. This dude has won 10 games, went to the swamp, and beat a team that nobody in Kentucky history has beat in 31 years. 
won some big games. Beat Michigan State when everybody said they might be defense might have been as good as, as Alabama. But he the twelfth best quarterback? Okay. He reads that stuff. The time goes here. We gonna speak. Coach, thank you so much for coming on. We look forward to having you closer to season and go big blue. Okay, buddy. Have a good day. Thank you, too. We want to thank associate head coach of the Kentucky Wildcats, Vince Morrow, for coming on the podcast. I've been your host, Mitch Davis. You can follow me on Twitter, MitchDavis underscore eight. Also, special thanks to our sponsor, John Murray Realty. Without them, none of this would be possible, so go check them out on their Facebook page and all that good stuff. Find us on Facebook at The Mitch Davis Show. You can also find the podcast everywhere podcasts are found. Just type in The Mitch Davis Show on your little browser there and like and subscribe it. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you all again, and have a great week.